you for tuning in to Car Rider Line. I'm Sydney Hunt. And CCIC has many opportunities to support student learning and to ignite a spirit of exploration. And one of those ways is through our Science Magnet program that's housed at Brookside Intermediate and Seabrook Intermediate. So today we're going to be talking through everything that this program offers students. um, And also the application is now open for next school year. So hopefully this information can help you and support you in uh, making that decision on if your student wants to apply for next school year. Uh, So today I'm joined by our two Science Magnet liaisons, uh, Andrea Fries from Seabrook Intermediate and Joey Segura from Brookside Intermediate. Thank you both for being here. Thank you for having us. And if you're watching us live on Facebook um, and you have questions for our guests uh, about the program um, or anything we're talking about, you can submit them in the comment section and we'll try to get to those at the end of the show. So let's get started. Uh, Can we start out by giving a little history of the Science Magnet program and when it was established on each campus? I'll let Andrew go first. Well, um, so at Seabrook, it actually started in 1993. So there's some definite history at Seabrook. And then um, the district discovered there was such a need for that STEM support that Brookside Intermediate started their science magnet um, as well. Joey, what year was that? That was uh, 2018 we started. So they uh, they opened it up because they saw that need uh, mm-hmm. and also to provide some of the students in the, the district who lived in like the Houston area, right. the, the mm-hmm. Friendswood area, kind of the more northern boundaries, uh, an opportunity not to have to go through a 45 minute to an hour commute right, right. Uh, mm-hmm. to go to a specialized program providing STEM for those those individuals. And why, what was the premise of starting a program like this? Uh, with a STEM focus for students? Well, I mean, science is... I mean, we live in Houston. Mm-hmm. We, we live in the, the leaks area with NASA and our, and our as our neighbor here. So uh, the STEM passions and the STEM curiosity in the, in the students here in this district was just great. And also just science, technology, engineering, math is everywhere in our world. And we want to be able to uh, bring that to our students so they can grow as learners and science leaders. Absolutely. And offer just kind of a little extra science mm-hmm. to them, whether it's from our community resources mm-hmm. that we have uh, that are amazing in this area and parents um, and just kind of open their eyes to different opportunities they have. Right. And we have opportunities at each level. We have our Easton program at the elementary level at Hall and Ed White. And we have our two uh, science magnet programs. And then we have a, an array of possibilities when once you reach high school through CTE, class coursework, um, to really explore that passion of STEM-related fields and possibilities for after high school and a career in college. Yes. And I noticed, actually, um, I taught high school at Clear Falls and Clear Lake High School. And so many of the students that went through the magnet program, Mm -hmm. I taught um, in upper level sciences. And I saw them go through the biotech program or maybe to Creek to do the dental um, assistant program. So they're really their passion starts young and they stick with it all the way through high school and beyond. And that's a great point. Um, What type of student do you see applying to this program or who should apply to this program? Well, every uh, every time we go to an elementary school, we have, I think, about four or five different criteria that we say. For, we say, what students do we believe would love being a part of the program? Mm-hmm. So we don't really gauge it as like, who do we want in the program? It's what student would love to be a part of the program. And the first and foremost is they, they should have a passion for STEM and science. Uh, I think that's our number one thing that we say is if you love science mm-hmm. uh, or STEM, 
or you have a, a curiosity about it, that's the number one thing. Uh, along with being able to be wanting to be challenged, mm -hmm. you know, we do provide a rigorous curriculum in our scientific research course as well as our STEM electives. Um, so they have to be open to being challenged because we believe that you become a better learner when you're challenged. You also have to love learning. We're going to throw mm -hmm. a lot of science at, at you. We're also going to throw science on top of everything else that you're going to be mm -hmm. doing from your ELA classes to your math classes, social studies, fine arts, um, athletics. Uh, physical activities, things like that, along with that extra science. So you gotta love learning. Uh, and then because it's a three-year program, we ask our students to be dedicated and motivated committed to be to able it. and committed to it, to be a part of uh, the STEM family that we've been growing at Seabrook and at Brookside. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and this program is open to every student mm -hmm. um, in CCISD. So there's not one particular um, population focused towards, and we right. just welcome all applicants Let's talk about that eligibility. So yes. any fifth grader right now is eligible to apply right. for next school year, correct? Any yes. fifth grader zone that lives in the zoned area. Exactly. So whether or not you are currently enrolled in CCISD or if you're enrolled in one of the private schools mm -hmm. or homeschools or Montessori schools in the area, if your address uh, is within that CCISD boundary, mm -hmm. you're eligible to apply. And I know that the application is online. So anybody that is currently enrolled in a fifth grade class that CCISD can access that application online. Um, for those students that are interested that are in private school or homeschool, uh, simply just go to the main site, ccisd.net slash science magnet, uh, and find one of us, whether it's Ms. Freeze or whether it's Ms. Mr. Segura, contact us and we can give you a paper application and, and walk you through how to do the application. Um, so we welcome any and all STEM enthusiast students that are, yes. uh, that are zoned in here and in fifth grade. Right, and it's not just those who are zoned to Brookside or zoned to Seabrook, mm -hmm. every student is, is capable of applying um, for their sixth grade, incoming sixth grade year. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we, we break up the zoning uh, based on location. Uh, and so for me, uh, we take anybody that's obviously Brookside zone, mm -hmm. but we also take a Creekside uh, Intermediate, Clear Lake Intermediate, Victory Lake Intermediate, and Westbrook Intermediate. Mm -hmm. And at Seabrook, obviously Seabrook, but also um, Space Center. Clear Creek Intermediate, Clear Lake Intermediate, um, I'm sorry, not Clear Lake Intermediate, that's you, <laughs> Lake City Intermediate, and Bayside. Bayside. Perfect. Um, so can you describe STEM clubs offered to students through the program? We have a lot in common, actually. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'll just kind of talk about um, some more general general ones. So Rocket Club mm -hmm. that is one of the most unique clubs, I feel like. It's been around forever. Um, they compete. So it's a club. They design. They compete. They get a lot of guidance and mentorship. And um, last year, we had a couple teams that actually went all the way to Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. at the competition level. So that's a fun club. So Rocket Club, we have Robotics Club, Nature Club. We're even open to starting any clubs that right. students mm -hmm. are interested in. Yeah, we uh, Brookside. The cool, the, the nice thing about the programs is that me and Miss Freeze, we work together really mm -hmm. well, and we understand that this is a program for everybody in CCISD. So we try to align as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So uh, Brookside, we do have our Rocket Club and Robotics. We we both do Vex IQ mm -hmm. uh, Robotics. I know at Brookside we uh, started an underwater robotics club. Wow. Um, you know, we had a few students who were really interested yeah. in that, and mm -hmm. that's kind of what Miss Freeze is saying is it's 
based on student interest. Right. And so student it's, driven. It's student yeah. driven. Yes. So if a student comes to us, like for this year, I know we've had a few students who have asked us to start a computer science club mm-hmm. or a coding club. Coding club. That's and, a big and, one. and so we we gauge that student interest. But you know things like Rocket Club, where you know up at Seabrook, they're kind of na- they've made a national name for themselves. Those mm-hmm. are kind of the staples. VexIQ because we have mm-hmm. such a strong robotics. Uh, you know, division here in the district, that's right. another staple one. But really it's, we tell our students, if you have an interest and you find a teacher who can house it in their room, then it's our job to be able to support that in any way we can. Um, and so that's what And that helps support what they're doing during school day, during coursework and everything. Um, oh yeah, as well. very, very much so. Um, I know that we try to connect it into a lot of the curriculum right. uh, that we have in science our classes. Science fair, mm-hmm. a lot of them will do um, science fair projects that are involving rockets mm-hmm. and building mm-hmm. rockets. So Try to connect it to their their passion areas mm-hmm. uh, within whatever, the, what, the, what, the, what they love to be mm-hmm. doing, what they love to do. And it's, it's uh, good you mentioned science fair because we see a lot of students who start a science project in like fourth or fifth grade and then we see them expand on it throughout middle school and then even going into high school as well so y'all see a lot of participation in science fair correct yes um, yes yeah it's actually man- it's actually mandatory, mandatory so yes. in, in, in the science magnet program one of, and we have three requirements to mm-hmm. maintain your status in the ma- in the magnet program one is pass your classes and behave and the other ones behave but one of the big one is to compete in the campus science fair right. and uh, we, we actually have a class that's dedicated to uh, helping our students and guiding them through uh, the science the science fair process because we know while many of them coming up from uh, especially our East M campuses right. over at Ed Wyden Hall uh, many of them will have done science fair since kindergarten right. many of the students walking into our classrooms have never done science mm-hmm. fair and we want to be able to support them so they have a scientific research class with mm-hmm. a teacher who guides them through the experimental design process or the engineering design process make sure they do the correct paper Work, know how to write a procedure, how to even ask those curious questions and run the, a proper experiment. Perfect. Absolutely. Um, so what are some other opportunities that are offered to students um, that help support learning and engagement in the program? Well, um, we both do a STEM night mm-hmm. and it'll be this year in March. So we'll do that at least once a year, if not more with Makerspace. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, we collaborated with Space Center Houston. We had a girls STEM um, initiative mm-hmm. where we went over there and they learned different lessons and they actually um, participated in a mentorship. So they each got a, a mentor this year that they meet with and set goals and talk about career fields for women. And so that's just a couple of the programs. Mm -hmm. Um, Guest speakers. We Mm -hmm. try to get as many guest speakers in. The community has been amazing. Um, A couple this year, we had a virtual astronaut speaker. uh, speaker. We also had a virtual deep coral, deep sea Mm -hmm. speaker. Um, So... Guest speakers, STEM nights. What else? What am I missing? Um, no, I think, I think you covered the bulk of them. I know the biggest way we get our community partners mm-hmm. in is through our, our STEM nights. Mm-hmm. I know STEM night at Seabrook, we call it our family mega makerspace night over at Brookside. And that's kind of a number of those. The guest speakers come in, uh, not even not only just to guest speak and mm-hmm. talk to the kids, but we also you know offer up a chance for them to come as be guest lecturers or actually right. you know work in a classroom with our students mm-hmm. through um, many of the 
much, uh, many of them come through the science magnet electives that we have, mm -hmm. uh, that we offer uh, in there, which are unique courses that are provided for these science magnet students uh, to be able to explore their STEM passions and they get a chance to make that choice uh, in, in, in what kind of class they want to go, whether it's space science, physics and engineering, medicine mm -hmm. and health, um, you know, extreme weather, anything like that. A lot of our guest lecturers will come in uh, through there because we think that the best way a student can learn mm -hmm. is through STEM, those STEM experts. Right, right. And you're not just speaking at them, you're showing them the possibilities mm -hmm. that could happen mm -hmm. throughout their high school and even uh, college and career um, experiences. So co community partners are really important to help support the programs mm -hmm. um, at both much. of your schools. Um, and so can, can you give some examples of, uh, obviously NASA mm -hmm. is a huge, you know, mm -hmm. partner. Um, can you give some examples of how they support the program and other partners as well. Yeah, I think uh, NASA obviously is a very big one, especially being, uh, you know, we're home, you know, NASA's right. in our backyard <laughs> here. Uh, I know over at Brookside and I believe over at um, Seabrook, one of our bigger ones is Boeing. Mm -hmm. uh, Boeing mm -hmm. um, was very generous, I believe it was last year, and donated a lot of fun, uh, a lot of money for maker spaces mm -hmm. uh, throughout multiple campuses here in our district. So that they've been a really big partner. Uh, they've, you know, I think we have judges from mm -hmm. you know, the science fair judges mm -hmm. and even community partners in our STEM nights and makerspace nights uh, that send us out there. I know Connect Arm and Bayou, Arm and Bayou Arm. is one of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nature Center. Um, Got the uh, Bay Foundation. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, creator Space. Uh, creator Space who's so connected many. with Boeing as well. Mm -hmm. Re3D mm -hmm. um, yes. over there, a local 3D printing company who um, they, they teach our kids how to you know work on what we call Tinkercad mm -hmm. and design 3D prints and then mm -hmm. help them print those out and um, even have uh, has gone as far as letting I think one or two of our students um, kind of run their project mm -hmm. in their lab and uh, kind of let them you know walk you know work in that in that, that industry setting right. uh, while working on their science fair lab. Let's see who, um, yes. who else do we have? Um, Environmental Institute of Houston was one. They have an outdoor do, outdoors girl event, um, but there's tons. This community has been really so right. supportive, and it's basically just reach out to a different um, community partner and they're ready to help and, and support. And these can. students are making connections with, yes. them, with these people mm -hmm. for science fair projects, for Absolutely. internships, for mm -hmm. um, you know, post-grad graduation um, connections mm -hmm. too. Yes. And so mm -hmm. they're making those connections early and then some of the families as well. And so I think that's so great. We have such a supportive community. For families, uh, for interested families, what does the um, application and acceptance process look like for the next few months? So applications are open. November 1st is when they open. They close on December 11th. Uh, it's for students who are enrolled in CCISD. They can go to ccisd.net slash science magnet. Uh, and it's an online application. Mm -hmm. The first part uh, is the, the parent portion, which is just general information and a parent recommendation. And then um, beyond that, we have a couple of other sections as well where they have um, teacher recommendations. So an mm -hmm. ELA teacher and a science teacher uh, will, will write a recommendation recommendation and review those and then the the students themselves will uh, be pulled in to do some short answer questions uh, to to answer that and so the timeline for all of that you know we have a December or November 1st to December 11th around January for the
for those students that completed the online application mm -hmm. portion, which only takes mm -hmm. about 15 minutes. Um, in January, they'll get pulled in to do those short answer questions, um, which I think is a very beneficial thing for, because mm -hmm. I think a lot of these students, it's their first time they've ever done anything like that. You know, whether, and I tell them, I said, this is just great practice for when you're applying, like applying for colleges, right. applying for scholarships or not honor societies mm -hmm. or something like that. Jobs or even too, yeah. Right, and we really try to get paint, you know, get these students to paint a picture of who they are right. as a student, what their passions for science, um, how motivated they are to really kind of be challenged in their learning and extend their learning. Mm -hmm. um, so this will go through, like Joyce said, through December 11th. That's when our application will close. Then from there, the counselors will so really at the elementary level will support us and get their short answer questions, mm -hmm. um, and then we'll put the com our committees together mm -hmm. in our campuses, and that's when the selection begins. We'll notify parents by January 18th, mm -hmm. um, and then they have some time, a couple weeks to kind of really decide, is this um, is this a program that I want for the next three years? And they'll let us know so within right that fit, window. Kind of, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I had something else to say, but I don't think I did. So, and this, and this is again for incoming fifth grade, or I'm sorry, incoming sixth grade students next year. This is for yes. next school year. Next so this school year. Uh, process is current fifth graders um, in the CCISD boundaries. Um, you can be enrolled, or you can be uh, at one of our private schools or homeschools in the area and still apply uh, for next year. Yes. And oh, the one thing I was going to say is the way that we, we go about it. So each program can accommodate 100 students. Mm -hmm. um, and so the way that the, the admission process goes, like we said, we have three parts. It's the parent part, the student part and the teacher part. Each one of those parts is objectively scored by an application committee on each of our campuses. The application mm -hmm. committee is made up of uh, various teachers, counselors, admins. So um, we have our own unique uh, application committee. And so those those are scored objectively. Um, we, we call it a, a blind read. So that mm -hmm. the, all, the, all the, the, the application committee, they're reading them. They don't know who exactly the student is, what school or they're what coming school? from mm -hmm. or anything like that. They just see the words on the paper. Right. Um, so that way there's no bias or anything like that or no subjectivity. Uh, and the top 100 scores uh, for each program will receive an invitation into the program. And so we send those letters out in um, January 18th, uh, get into opportunity for a student to also open up that letter. Uh, first time mm -hmm. they might be able to do that, much like a college admissions right. or anything like that. Open up the letter. Um, you know, both set of students will get them. So you'll get a, you'll get notification no matter what, whether or not you got an invitation or if you're put on the wait list. Mm -hmm. And so that's one thing that we also want to let students know. It's we have our acceptance and a wait list. So just if you're on the wait list. We do have there's students. Still still, yeah, there's still yeah, there's still an possibly. opportunity for you know yes. we have those students. And more than so. likely, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and speaking on that, I know if there's anybody out there that's listening who might be a current sixth grader, mm -hmm. wondering, well, I just moved into the district or something like that. Is there an opportunity for me to join in? Uh, we do offer an application process for current sixth graders wanting to join in for seventh or eighth, and they can just contact either one of us for more information. We, that's not until the springtime. Gotcha. Uh, but there is an opportunity for those students who may have not gotten in their first year mm -hmm. or may have not applied mm -hmm. or even, you know, new uh, new enrollees right. who are in sixth grade who want to join in this program or seventh and eighth, they simply can contact mm -hmm. either one of us uh, and we'll give them all the information uh, on that on that process Perfect. as well. And transportation might be a, something that, you know, affects the decision mm -hmm. to uh, apply. So 
is transportation offered to students not zoned to Brookside and Seabrook? Absolutely. So um, in the morning, if the parents can get the student to their zoned intermediate school, Mm -hmm. and then from there we have a science magnet bus that'll get them to Brookside or Seabrook. In the afternoon, that same bus will get them back to their intermediate school. One option they do have is to pick them up at that time or those students can get on a regularly zoned bus, mm-hmm. so they'll switch buses that will take them all the way to their house. To their house. So in the afternoon, all the way home. But in the morning, the parents would need to get them to the intermediate to the school. intermediate, where they're zoned to for next exactly. year. Exactly. Uh, we, you know, the, the, the transportation I know is a big issue mm-hmm. with some of our students and timing, especially mm-hmm. with the magnet being an early start. Right. Uh, we, we do have two different start times. We have, we start an hour earlier. Um, then we call it our zero period time mm-hmm. where they are actually in class at 8 a.m., mm-hmm. uh, whereas a normal intermediate student will start at 8.50. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we know transportation is a big issue. So district does provide transportation. The good thing about both of our programs is that uh, we really are a STEM family mm-hmm. in each of the programs. So we not only we have district transportation providing transportation, but many times just the friends that they make will start carpooling. And right. I know that, that we both have parents in our in our um in our programs that are willing to help students, you know, anyway. And that's one of the beautiful things about the program is that it's a tight knit family right. that want right. to make it sure is. that we provide that opportunity by any means necessary. And, you know, w- both of us, our job is to make sure we support our students and our parents to be able to bring that opportunity to them. So if transportation is a concern, they definitely can reach out to one of us and we can provide um, solutions to make sure their students get that opportunity. Awesome. Uh, it doesn't look like we have any questions, but is there anything else y'all like to add? I think, no, you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, the biggest <laughs> thing is just be aware of those application dates and deadlines. Mm-hmm. December 11th, because I know every year, inevitably, there's some that miss the deadline right. because it's just a busy time of year. So just really put it on your radar. Um as a parent, it really doesn't, the application is not too extensive, so it won't take tons of your time. And even if you're thinking, you know, you don't know 100%, you can still get in there and see what's on the application, um, what's involved in that. Our informational meetings, if you want to mm-hmm. come to Seabrook or Brookside, also are really great. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do a face-to-face. I'll do one on November 16th. I think yours is 17th. November 15th. 15th. November 15th. Before. And then we're going to do a virtual live event mm-hmm. on November 30th. So if you can't make the face-to-face event, that's always an option. I know we had really good turnout last mm-hmm. year. Sometimes that's easier, but just to kind of hear from us again and get more information. And both of those meetings will be at 6 p.m. It's a great opportunity mm-hmm. for students, especially not zoned to our school, to be able to step into the building at Brookside, right. yes. step into the right. building at Seabrook, get a chance to be able to not only meet us, but you know meet some of the team that we have here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we to sometimes look we, we, mm-hmm. we look around the school and kind of get a feel for what it looks mm-hmm. like. Um, and one of the things that I tell students is even if you're on the fence, even mm-hmm. if you, mm-hmm. you don't know if you want to join or not, fill the application out, go through the process. Like we said, there's some benefit to it because it gets you practice being able to brag about yourself, right. promote yourself, which you're going to be doing anyways. I know they're fifth grade, but in about six, seven years mm-hmm. time, they're going to be mm-hmm. writing those grants or even mm-hmm. getting into honor societies and, and intermediate or uh, right. in, in high school. It gives them that opportunity to be able to build that skill. Um, and at the end of the day, if it's it's something that you want to do, you can accept that invitation. If you get an invitation, mm-hmm. you can also 
decide to decline not, ex- you know, mm-hmm. to decline the invitation. It's, it, but you can't make that choice uh, unless you choose to do the application. Right. And then one question I get almost every elementary: this program is free. Right. This is mm-hmm. a completely free program. There is no joining fee to join the science magnet right. program. All you have to do is apply and then wait to see if you uh, get that invitation. Perfect. Well, thank you both for being here. You can find all information at ccisd.net slash science magnet. That's where the application is, the parent nine information, and um, some more information about the program so you can learn more um, if this interested you and your student. Um, So that's it for this episode. It will be published as a new audio episode. Just subscribe to Car Rider Line wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we'll be back in a few weeks with another one. Um, So we'll see you next time. And we hope you have a great day.